One hand speaks. Okay, okay, here we go. Episode number 131. Okay, my friends, I just got back from an Aikido retreat. Actually, a weekend weekend training session. And I'm going to talk just a little bit about Aikido. Now, I normally don't spend that much time talking about Aikido and certainly not a lot of time talking about Buddhism in general, even though I've been doing Aikido since, well, 1997. Ten years ran a professional martial arts school. It's made a huge impact on my life. And uh, same thing with Buddhism since basically 1999. And uh, I've spent a number of years on two-month retreats. I, I run a Dharma Center. <laughs> yeah, both of those things are very, very large parts of my life. And uh, you do hear about them because uh, they, they, they flow into my one-handed life and my one-handed life flows out of them. And so I thought I would talk just a little bit about why I started doing Aikido. You know, when I was uh, when I was in my mid twenties, I kind of realized that growing up with one hand is going to have a interesting effect on my body, especially my spine, as my muscles develop unevenly. Uh, my spine is slightly scoliated and slightly rotated. I spend a lot of time uh, rotated to my rotating to my right so my shorter arm can ex- you know exist more forward and then uh, the muscles on my right arm are slightly pulling my back out of alignment so I have a natural curve and a natural rotation in my spine and I knew that if I didn't do something about that on a more physical level that when I got older it was really going to affect me and I can feel it now at 50 kind of how just my one-handedness pulls on my body, my spine, my hips. And uh, yeah, it's a thing. You know, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm grateful to have done Aikido. And I thought, oh, I need to do something more physical, not just run. At that time, I was running a lot. And I wanted to do something something just to help my whole body get some of that upper body stuff in there and what can i say i grew up watching cheesy kung fu movies you know kung fu theater and <laughs> grew up watching kwai chang kane always loved the martial arts and uh it wasn't until 27 i moved to boise that i really thought about well aikido there was a dojo here and uh Oh, excuse me. You know, initially it was just really to be more healthy. And uh, I wanted a, a martial art that had a little more to it. You know, not not just fighting. Uh, I, I wasn't interested in learning something aggressive. I was interested in learning something a little more peaceful. And uh, I had moved from Seattle, Washington to Boise, Idaho. And in the last year, or maybe even the last nine months of living in Boise, the word our or Seattle, I'm sorry, the last nine months living in Seattle, the word Aikido came up a number of times. So much I even thought about it, like, oh, I hear this word a lot, this martial art. 
I should think about doing it, and the last person that mentioned it to me suggested that I should do Aikido because he said, you know, Alejandro, you would be really good at Aikido. And so I started studying Aikido, and I will tell you what, wow, how my life has changed. Not just the physical aspects, you know. Like, I came to Aikido just to be more healthy and physically aligned, so to speak. You know, just to bring a little more just evenness to my body, even though I'm naturally asymmetrical, just a little more evenness. And, uh, and that has had great benefit. I mean, just physically speaking, to move for two decades doing Aikido full-time, well, 10 years full-time, and then just training a lot, I, uh, it has made physically a huge difference in my life, even though right now I'm not in great shape. You know, I did take seven years off, and and uh, I'm packing a couple extra pounds, and it's a little harder to move, and I'm a little tighter, and, and you know, that's one of the other reasons why I came back to Aikido. I mean, yeah, of course I miss it, but wow, I just need to keep moving and stay healthy. So yes, it has made a huge difference in my life physically, the difference that I wanted. But, you know, then it Aikido has totally uh, enhanced my life in ways I, I never thought possible through a martial art. Now I realize that is kind of the essence of a martial art. You know, it's really about self-growth and uh, self-discovery, self-discipline. But I'll tell you what, you know, I met Tija Bell doing Aikido. <laughs> I laugh because I met him at a classical guitar seminar with my brother, Esteban. Tija Bell is an incredible classical guitarist and guitarist in general and martial artist, Aikidoist, sixth degree black belt, and is also a deep Zen practitioner. He's the 85th uh, Zen patriarch, the Rinzai Zen, and... Uh, you know, he's a Zen priest. He's my he's my dear, dear friend. And we met at a guitar seminar, but, you know, I've pretty much come up with Tisha as my main mentor. And then, you know, really because of that, I started doing Zen. And because of that, I ended up meeting the, my, the Buddhist teacher that I have today, the Vajrayana. And I have so many great friends in the martial arts. Like, I kind of forgot... <laughs> I kind of forgot about it, but this past year I've been training a lot. I've spent time in San Diego, Salt Lake City, a number of trips to California, and yeah, you know, there's just something very, very special there for me. Beyond all the one-handed stuff, you know, like it, Aikido has totally enhanced my life, the quality of people in my life, and the connections that it has made. I actually became a professional speaker because Francis Takahashi Shihan had suggested that I should do it because he said I would pay money to hear you speak. You know, all the greatest... And I've, <laughs> I've traveled all over the world speaking. Eight different countries, ranked... Uh, not ranked, but... Uh, uh, 2014 went to the world championships of public speaking in Malaysia. All the good things that has come out of the choice of doing Aikido beyond just what I wanted with the one-handed physicality is is boundless. It is limitless. It has enhanced my life in ways that, you know, an 8, 9, 12-minute podcast could never do justice. 
But I will tell you that Aikido has changed my life in a very, very beneficial way. It's actually quite astounding when I think about it. Quite astounding. And then even, you know, just the more physical aspects of coming up through Aikido, having having to develop my own one-handed style, learning how to use weapons, overcoming you know, people's attitude about not wanting, want, not wanting to touch me or train with me. And, you know, I even had a sensei that really didn't want to test me because they didn't understand, they didn't know how they could test me because I do techniques so differently. But it is a martial art. And beyond the basic movements, if you don't learn how to apply it to your body, I think you're doing yourself a great disservice. And... You know, I have learned so much about my one-handed life through Aikido. It's amazing. And I'm bringing all this up because I just recently came back from uh, training with Frank Durant Sensei. It was his 60 years in Aikido celebration. Uh, Frank Durant uh, Sensei recently promoted to 8th Don. There's only a handful of 8th Dons, 8th degree black belts in Aikido, non-Japanese supported by Aikido World Headquarters, and Frank Durant Sensei is one of them. And I've spent an incredible amount of time training under his affiliation, though I'm not part of his affiliation. I have a lot of close friends in that affiliation of the California Aikido Association. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's been great. (laughs) It was like coming home in a very, very real way. I've trained with these people... 10 years nonstop. I used to spend so much time in California, people thought I lived there. And of course, people are very happy to see me, happy that I'm back training. You know, it was kind of like a, a <laughs> it's kind of like a 20-year class reunion, you know. <laughs> and uh, the person in charge of the California Aikido Association now is uh, Michael Friedel Sensei, who I also haven't seen for quite some time. And I saw him recently in... Uh, uh, just last June, training in Salt Lake City, but even earlier than that this year at the uh, Aikido Bridge Seminar, GI Aikido, down in San Diego. Ikeda Sensei was there, who's my sensei, and I'll tell you what, Michael Friedel Sensei and Ikeda Sensei and myself, we had so much fun. I mean, just... <laughs> oh, I can't even tell you, man. How how much fun I had. And even Michael Sensei said, you know, Alejandro, it's good to see you. And then I went, just recently went to go see Doshu, which is, for those of you who don't know, which is the majority of people, uh, that's the founder of Aikido's grandson. You know, he's basically the lineage holder of Aikido. And uh, he came to California. I saw him in 2005, so might as well do it again in 2019. And uh, there were a lot of people there that I knew. and But... Uh, but this seminar, this seminar, uh, Duran Sensei is mostly that crew and a lot of his supporters, people I've been training with for basically since uh, 2001 and, uh, y- y- very special. And I, you know, I got to room with Tija Bell again. He was, he put me up. The Zen priest took care of me. The 85th patriarch took care of me. And he also put me up over at, at, uh, 
uh, Doshu. You know, I saw Tijabel uh, at the Aikido Zen retreat this year. I went to that one, the 36th annual. That's been one of my favorite retreats, Aikido Zen retreat at the Mount Baldy Zen Center. Wow. Uh, And that's run by Frank McGurick Sensei, who's deep Dharma practitioner, Zen uh, guru, Zen master, uh, Aikido 7th degree black belt Tai Chi guru the guy is just an incredible martial artist um, so I spent <laughs> spent a lot of time with those guys you know and that's it's interesting because that's kind of the Dharma Zen lineage is from uh, Frank McGurk to Tija well in a, in a very indirect but yet real way to me and uh, you know we just we just practice that deeper end of Aikido that expansive uh evolutionary growth aspect you know the essence the deep stuff the deeps i like to say and and uh you know it was great spending another weekend hanging out with tija just being you know dharma zen heads doing a martial art doing aikido training hanging out supporting each other i'm supporting him while he's supporting his sensei nado sensei was there uh, I got to kick it with Spencer Green and Deborah. Uh, we just had, I'll tell you what, I had a most incredible time. And, you know, it, it, Doshu was great. Going to the, see the founder of Aikido's grandson, the lineage holder of Aikido. Very rare opportunity, yes. That was a very special seminar, but nothing like this one with Duran Sensei. It really inspired and ignited, uh, my, my love of Aikido, but not just that, my love of the people of Aikido, you know, and the relationships that I have and the friendships that I've made and the people that I, you know, <laughs> wow, I got uh, super emotional. The people that I really miss, you know, I, I, I'm speechless. I, I just miss Aikido so much. So here I am doing more Aikido, teaching here in town and training a couple days a week and trying to get out a lot. And, and you know, it really, it's something special. It's something very special. And that's really what I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, podcast was twice as long as I wanted it to be, but you know what? There it is. And uh, I'll tell you what, I, I got it. I met this six-year-old girl. She just was like, oh my gosh, you don't have a hand. <laughs> And then she would like, she grabbed my little arm and started walking me around. She's like, look, this guy doesn't have a hand. And uh, yeah, we had a great time at the seminar. My next podcast is going to be about her. So I'll get that together and you guys can check that one out. That's just another part of that Aikido seminar. But this one's going to have a little more one-handedness to it. It's just hanging out with this six-year-old girl. (laughs) Yeah, we had a hoot. We had so much fun. Um, Okay, my friends, that's it. I'm going to get on, getting on, and uh, you all be well and be kind and simply just do more good things. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.